When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Anyway, yeah, but it, it's it's a it's a serious thing though to do because I never I'm not a violent guy, as you know. And yeah. yeah. Well, she's gone now, so although she'll be watching you from YouTube, so I sent her a message. Send, tell tell her say hi to her on here. I'll, I'll yeah, I, I will of course of course. All right now, say hi. <laughs> Are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay, Claudia, thanks a lot for what you did to me. It's very nice that you left me alone. Didn't say anything. You find maybe restraining order and stuff like that. After all, we went through in Helsinki. Thank you very much for your friends, friendship, so-called friendship. You know. I guess you find out through the hardships who are really real friends are. You know. What she did is unforgivable. So, but sometimes you have to find the right way. Who who is the liar and who is, tells the truth? You know. Right. Yeah. And I guess I guess I learned my lesson with her. So I have to thank her as well. That's know. right. And thanks Send for the me. subscribe, Claudia, too. <laughs> yeah, that's very much. But you cannot do it because you filed restraining order, so you're breaking the law when you are following that's this true. podcast. Yeah. So we should remove you, but of course we're not removing you because we know that you you like my music, and you're a big fan. So, right. You know. Yeah. So that's about her. Enough of this. Show. Enough, <laughs> Enough of her. Yeah. It is, it's almost 2020. We don't need no more of that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So how was how was your uh, your uh, your beginning for 2020? I mean, looking back at 2019, like what's some what's some good things that happened well, before we started this that I haven't talked to you since. Well, the the, the tour in Latin America, sixty gigs, Hammerfall five gigs and uh, eleven gigs on my own, were really cool. Was almost ten years because I was the Symphonia was the last. Yeah. So you know, and Cotibal uh, gave me a call, which was nice. And uh, yeah, it's, it was a weird year, but divorce and shit and stuff, and you know, yeah. Mexican experiences and whatever. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but all in all, I would say it's a good, was a good year. But next year will be the best so far. I think. I hope so. Yeah, I know. Actually, I, know. I, I didn't really want to ask you about, but what really happened with the divorce? Because I see a lot of people saying. All the stuff yeah. that they keep reading in the Czech, uh, you know, yeah. newspapers. But you know, you yeah. keep saying it's all bullshit, which it probably it's is. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Yeah. Uh, well, it's just uh, because we we got uh, in last summer our money situation was really bad, so we couldn't pay the rent. And there was yeah. eviction eviction orders. And then we decided that Dominica moved back to Prague because she had a job offer that was very clear. It was uh, you know, and I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I go to see her in March. That we agreed. Yeah, and I get like uh, uh, interview requests from Czech media all the time to message right. her. Like, yeah, because I'm 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 re- really famous there now because you know, <laughs> of, also with Claudia because of her again I mentioned her, but it's because she's in the tabloids too there you know. Oh really? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, you know, but yeah, but you know, you don't wipe away like nineteen years marriage. Just like that, you know. You're right. gonna be friends, or you're gonna be friends, or you you wanna hate, and I don't wanna hate her. Right. I love her. Yeah. You know. And we talk in WhatsApp every day, so it's not it's not a bad thing. Yeah. So the things that people keep reading in the uh, the papers, they really shouldn't uh, believe all that it's, shit. It's shit because they pay her money to because she she is working a she's a waitress, so she does like 12, 12 hour shifts and. She spent like four hours in, in transportation. She walks in the morning like 30 minutes through dark forest Jeez. and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so 
I want I will help her because I get quite a lot of money actually from most Spanish guy in the end of January. So I'm gonna help help yeah. her. Because she got like pre inheritance, but it was nothing because the estate of Carla got this fifty thousand dollars, fifty thousand euros. Fifty yeah. million, sorry, fifty million euros. Oh wow. Fifty million because this guy sold thirty million record. Wow. Yeah. And she got one hundred and fifty thousand euros pre inheritance. That's fucking bullshit, you know. Yeah. Where so all the other the, money what, go? What does it mean when when the daughter of a millionaire is a waitress? Yeah. The fuck, yeah. I would never do that to my daughter. No, no. Never. Never, never. What happened to the rest of the money? It went to the Ivan I got, the Carter God's widow. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Because Tommy really deserves that. Right, yeah. Does she have any other uh, brothers or sisters or anything? There's, there are two, Carter God has two daughters and then there's another daughter. Mm. Uh, so there's four sisters yeah. uh, that I'm aware of. This guy was, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so probably, <laughs> probably there's a lot more. <laughs> you know, actually I know, but I don't want to say. It. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I have so many stories about this guy. Like, one funny thing I can say that when I met Karel in the, in the year 2000, he was with this Ivana, and he was much old, much younger than him, of course, like 20, 30 years younger. And he called her young and crispy meat. <laughs> I I like young and crispy meat. And they were fighting all the time. So it was really I would really weird relationship. <laughs> but this guy's humor was so super. Like, yeah. know, he's, and he really liked me, you know, because yeah. being a musician, he really liked, for example, Alan Lund, that come dream with me. He really liked it so, you know. Really? Yeah, he he was a metal guy. He, he liked metal. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah. I didn't even know who he was. I, I had no idea until you know he passed away, and I saw all you write all that stuff about him, and I looked him up. Yeah, exactly. yeah I had no idea. We don't know who he is over here, you know. It's... You do actually, because he played, in, for example, in Carnegie Hall. I had no idea. Yeah, he played. Really? Yeah. I so didn't know. He was a big guy. He's huge in 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 Europe, like in, in, especially in Eastern Europe. They call him Sinatra of the East. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I, he had a picture of Sinatra and him together, yeah. and he met John Lennon and Yoko Ono in London in '72. Oh wow! And he said, because John is one of my biggest heroes, I asked kind of like, "How was John?" And he said, "Almost exactly like you." I was like, "Wow, yeah." yeah. Because he asked John, like he invited John Lennon to to perform to Prague, and Lennon said to him, "Okay, we can come, but we don't want any money because we have so much money. We don't even know how much money we have." It's wow. coming all the time from different places. And, and so he yeah. met Yoko and John in 72. Wow. That's and cool. Sinatra, Sinatra he met too. And wow. The picture of Sinatra and him in his desk with an autograph. Well, that's pretty cool. It's very cool. Pretty good. Um, let's see. What else? Um, what's, on, what's on the horizon for 2020? I know you're going back to Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, on Friday I go. I leave on the... Uh, same route when I went, went there last time. So why Amsterdam? Okay. Seven twenty-five. I like KLM, Royal Dutch Air Airlines. How do you call it? <laughs> As actually, I know this, this guy called Klaas. He's like a purser of KLM. And when I went there, he got me really drunk, and I spent the whole fucking trip on his jump seat. 
in the back of the plane, huge seat, and he was bringing me stuff, and wine and beer and cognacs and stuff. I was fucking drunk. So. <laughs> and I have his WhatsApp, so now I'm going to tell him maybe he's on duty and it's going to happen again today. Yeah, yeah. He's a DJ as well. He does DJ. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he really likes the metal. He like he didn't know so much about Stratovari stuff, but now he's a big fan. So. Was oh. really fun. He's a really funny guy. Oh, so he didn't really know you? He knew some, but not like not as extensive as my career really is. Yeah. So, but now they they're gonna release the biography. That's gonna be uh, uh, a new new album with Bashera and the world tour. Now it starts actually from Brazil in June. There's a new promoter involved. Just yesterday became because oh, really? the old old promoter stopped answering to me. You know the South Americans are weird sometimes. So right. I had to look for another promoter. I just actually reconnected with Yari today. I hope okay. he will come to play the bass because he's the best in the world, this guy. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, and uh, drums will be done, done by Alex Holsworth or perhaps. Oh, really? Yeah, he, uh, uh, he... he did Avalon 1 with, um, with uh, Ellis and all these yeah. other people, Rob Rock and uh, Russell. Right. Yeah, he's, it's going to be a lot cool, of stuff but... because he's doing, he's doing um, the Luca Torelli Rhapsody and he's doing... Um... Crapford. Yeah. <laughs> Are you into them? I'm not. Yeah, I, I was when like, I, when I, I first came out. I am the neoclassical guitar maestro. Like, <laughs> no, I love him, but he's like, uh, he's a little funny guy. It's like the the accent. <laughs> like, yeah, well, it's Italian, so. <laughs> yeah, but you know, Fabio is like, I did two Vision Dividers, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to play in Mexico, actually, in February. I'm going to go and see. But this is not Fabio, but this is kind of called Ula Perse. Mm-hmm, yeah. Which he re- re- real name is Giancarlo Mangiani. Yeah, yeah, we went over that a couple weeks ago. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 He's a good guitar player. I like him. He's very good. Yeah. He's yeah. very good. And Luppi. But... Luppi is great singer. Yeah. Yeah. Really good singer. Yeah, but with I, I, Luppi, I, I... What was that? With Luppi, we had a lot of fights with this twenty-fifth hour record. It's like the vocals are not loud enough. You know, the vocals are not loud enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's never loud enough for this guy. I am I am a big fan of putting vocals loud, but this guy was like super loud, <laughs> it <was laughs> louder than anything. Like you can't do them, man. So. Who's the most pain in the ass uh, you've worked with? Um, I haven't really. I don't. I I can't say. I don't think no. there hasn't been any like real pain in the ass. No. Everybody has been pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. The only problem I have is with Kiska because he doesn't keep, want to give you his phone number. No. I never, I don't even know how he sounds, you know, how his voice sounds like speaking voice. They say except for the interviews. Yeah. You know. Well, that's weird. Let me, let me. T- I think the the worst was actually not the worst guy, but like the bass player of Vision Divine. I don't remember his name, but he couldn't really play. So I play the bass in most of the ninety degrees rest of the Moon album. Really? Half of that, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's me. That's weird. <laughs> it's weird. That's a progressive band. I would even be in the band if he can't play his own stuff. Yeah, but you know, the bass players. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Like... But if I really think about, I don't really, I really didn't ever have like a real asshole. You know? no. I don't remember at least. No, I can't say that. No. That's good. It's a, it's a good thing, yeah. Yeah. Because there's a lot of them out there. Of course there is. Yes, but I, I've been lucky because I've been working with the biggest guys. 
Yeah. That's maybe the reason because real, true professionals don't fuck around and like you deliver it no matter what. Right. You know, yeah. That's you the kind of deliver. people you need. Exactly. I but know next myself. year looks really, really, yeah. Next year looks really good. This, no, no, next year. Tomorrow is the tomorrow. Pre-o, yes. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if I go to some parties. I have invited many, many parties now. <laughs> All oh, the yeah, time. Like, yeah. <laughs> like fucking 10 parties. Everybody wants me here. Like, of course they do. Yeah. All right. Now, when you go back to Mexico, are you staying there for like ever? Or are you coming back? Well, or... I, 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 come, I come back at least in March. I go to Prague to see Domi and, and uh, do this like uh, book uh, signing session and stuff like They have like mm-hmm. a book messe. Like, how uh-huh. do you say? Book fair. Okay. And so, but my plan is to stay there at least the winters because here the winter. But this winter has been really weird. It's like raining. Yeah, there's no, there's no snow. Yeah, that's how it is here too. Raining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Usually we get you know, a little snow here and there. And uh, by the way, with the book, you gotta keep me a book and sign it for me. Of course, but it's in Finnish. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. The English one will come out at some point, right? Yeah, it will. Yeah. Like yeah. on the autumn or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. Um, Dream Space. Dream Space, yeah. Very important. I love this album. Very important album for you. Your last album on vocals for a very long time. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, Last week you said that you had some stories. So what do you got? Well, first of all, I recorded all the vocals by sitting. I was sitting. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? I, I had Postex 16 track and I was recording myself. Like the mic was here and the Postex was in the right and I was like pushing the buttons because, because this Postex was really fast. Carmila, the Nitrous producer, Stoddard producer, he had the same. Uh, that's why I got him to tip like by, by that one because it was really fast. You could even punch in a lot of drum tracks like Tom Fields and stuff. Really, Man. really fast. So I recorded all the vocals. Um, was sitting and the weird thing with real face is that it has no tuning because i had no tuner oh so really? I, I tuned by ear so all the songs have different tuning and auntie <laughs> equally had to, had to like tune by to my guitars every song different so wow and many people have, have asked me what is the tuning you know yeah and um so uh it, I don't know what's the tuning because it's, it's like E flat and somewhere between E flat and normal E. Right. <laughs> and it varies. It varies from tune to tune, actually. So. Really. Yeah, That's it's a cool. really weird tuning, but and also it does. I think the only Stratovarius song that is that is my song that is in major key, Wings of Tomorrow. Okay. Uh, every the, every every other song is in minor, as far as I know. <laughs> <laughs> You know. I, I was just uh, I listened to this album the other day. I, I love every song on here. I mean, there's only one song. Um, I think it's Thin Ice. That one's kind of yeah. yeah. It's fucking that, weird. Yeah, that and Shattered. The this the Thin Ice song where you do those screams. How hard was it to do those like really high pitched uh, screams? Well, at that at that time, I could really do it. You know, because yeah. I was like maybe 32 or something. But 94, yeah. so about 66. I think 32. Yeah. So I don't think I could do it anymore. It's just <laughs> fucking high. It's like those were high. I couldn't tell if they were keyboards or they were. Uh, no, they they are really vocal. <laughs> but it was easy because you know I I was like really sitting when yeah. I was recording them. So you know, yeah. 
But I thing is, I, I remember I remember writing the lyrics with Duomo. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's about some drug user. Oh, okay. Needles in my bed. <laughs> Anybody in particular, or no, no, no not a... really. I've never used drugs. I, no. I don't know how to use. I don't want to. I don't. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't interest in. Um. What was I? I was going to ask something. Um... And also, the the thing was that Lassila developed a stress injury in his hand during the, so he couldn't play all the songs. Oh, really? So who played? Yeah, them? it's the guy who played in, in Kingston Wall, Sami Kuopamäki. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, he's like a he's a really famous drummer here. Hmm. Yeah. So was the so uh... I think four of the and Yari joined as well. What is the team guys? What the hell are you listening to? I know Myself. what that is. I know. <laughs> because I haven't been listening to this. I told you the other day. I said, listen to this before we do it. And you've been listening to uh, everything else but <laughs> this album. <laughs> it's fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the days. <laughs> It's very progressive, actually. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a cool song, but it's very weird. It's very different. It's, it's meant to be. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't listen to it. It's horrible. Glass shattering. <laughs> shattered is like I like shattered. It was very fun to play live, and I also remember the first because that was the first Japanese tour. Oh, like really? Ninety-four. Okay. Yeah. I was drunk 10 days, pissed drunk. <laughs> so I couldn't really play. And that was like when, when the, I came up to, to sing with me. It was like, sing with me in Tokyo. Yeah. And Lassila always said, it's Timo, it's not sing, it's sing without me. <laughs> 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 because I let them sing, but I couldn't sing because I was so drunk. I wasn't drunk, but I had a hangover in yeah. the shows. I got yeah. drunk after the show, of course. <laughs> of course. And I remember one incident in Osaka with... Uh, it's an infamous rock club called Rock Rock. <laughs> rock Rock. So <laughs> I was in, with Kotipabe in, in the bar, in the desk, and like having beer and stuff. And this Japanese guy comes with her, his girlfriend. And the girlfriend had a dog collar and a leash. And the yeah. guy gave him the leash. And I was like, what the fuck? I said to Timo, Timo, what should I do with this? <laughs> I pulled the girl in and had some beers with her. Well, it was really weird because the Japanese people are usually not that direct. You know. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a weird experience. Yeah, so somebody sure gives was. somebody gives to his girlfriend with a leash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really fucking weird. You know. Yeah. Um, and and that we played we played Tokyo, we played Osaka and we, I think Nagoya, three gigs. Wow. And um I remember the Lufthansa flight because we drank all the beers. The the whole plane was run out of beers because of Stradivarius. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the uh, the band was getting along fairly well during this. Time. Very well, yeah. it was a very good time, man. And that was the origins of Cotibald as well, because uh, I remember the JBC guy, what was his name, Shinichiuchi or somebody. Mm. He, he was in a bullet train. He was sitting next to me, and uh, was like telling me that Timo, we can maintain the level, but if you want to go higher, we have to get a vocalist. Yeah. I agreed, of course, because I said, I really don't want to do this anymore. I want to concentrate on the guitar. Yeah. You know, I want to have a really good singer like Kiska. 
Then I put an advertisement to the paper with, with singer, and Timo was the first, you know. Mm. Yeah. But this is about dream space, not about what it all Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, the dream space, like 14 songs, really progressive stuff. And, um, yeah, this was this was the more Stradivarius sounding album. This is like you know, yeah. not, now you like the last album. You got like two songs that started to sound like Stradivarius. Now this one sounded yes, more exactly. And it's also the first time I worked with Carmilla, the producer. He mixed like four or five songs. I mixed yeah. the rest of the songs. He mixed he mixed the um, Abyss. He mixed the uh, both Fourth Reich. That's my, my one of my top favorite uh, Stradivarius. Fort Rock is really really nice. Yeah. Exactly. That's the first song. Uh, well, not the first song I heard. First song I heard of your of your uh, era. Yeah, I fell in love. And with that song. yeah, okay. And Lassila has like he's percussionist, so he he did all kinds of weird things on the record, and, and a lot of like in Fort Rock there's this uh, German drumming like with the marching mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. Yep. It's really like the, the atmosphere of the song is really like um, pressing, pressuring. Like, how do you say pressuring? Like de- depressed. I've written other songs about like Nazis, like Götterdammerung, mm-hmm. you know, which was actually called Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, I remember that. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Fort <laughs> And then I did uh, The Rise of the Fort Reich on Avalon 2 with, with uh, David DeFay. Yeah. David DeFay is how they call him. Yeah, the, the romantic barbarian from New York. How does he call himself? Yeah, yeah he's from my area. Yeah, yeah. he's a good guy. Yeah, really good. I haven't good met singer. him yet. I, I try. To, I want to try to get him on my regular show at some point. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Dreamstress was really the because it started already with Twilight Time, as you know, in Japan. But Dreamstress was uh, we got a first tour in Europe as well. We got an international deal in Europe. And the name started to spread around. Yeah. So Dream Space was a good album. Definitely worth it doing. Yeah, it was really good. But at the same time, I realized that uh, with the introduction of a new vocalist, um, I wanted to make more simple stuff, not so progressive like Dream Space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah I really wanted that progressive style. Yeah, obviously. very progressive. I didn't want to continue. To... <laughs> Last year, I liked a lot of Rush, so he was really into Rush. Right. And I have never liked Rush. Never. Really? Yeah, we had a bit of a clash at that time, you know, <laughs> because he wanted to take the band to more progressive stuff, and I said no, but go more simple stuff, more power metal. Ah. The fourth dimension was more power metal, I said no. So yeah, yeah. But chasing shadows, uh, uh, we are the future. All these songs, hold on to a dream. They are more like power metal songs, and yeah. I, I, I realized that I want to write stuff like that. Because I, I realized that it translates better to the masses than the progressives. I'd, I didn't want to spend the rest of my life in playing like 30 to 30 people like we did. Right. In yeah. Helsinki, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because so power metal was starting to become really popular around the time. Exactly. Started. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it was really the grunge days, especially with Twilight Time. And we didn't care. You know, we mm-hmm. just made songs. And, you know. Yeah. So, it was a good album. Still yeah, is, I think. It's still yeah, it's... worth listening to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, oh, man. You, you sidetracked me again. Uh, yeah. No, I'm yeah. very good in <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I love this album. I, like, all the, all, the, all the songs are good. You know, I just there's two songs that, you know, they're okay. But um, yeah. you can just listen to this this album all the way through. I yeah. love this album. Dream yeah. Space. Cool, cool album cover. Any, any um, thing with the album cover? Yeah, that was like uh, 
we bought it from some like photo bank in Helsinki, I think. Or in German, actually. German. Oh, yeah. So it was not uh, like designed for us. It was just some cool picture. Just some random you know? picture. Random picture, exactly. Yeah. It looks like a brain, a little bit. You know. Oh, yeah, the ground does, yeah. Yeah. And it also looks a bit like him to life. The him to life has this uh, kind oh, of yeah. similar cool. stuff, actually. Yeah. So when you were on tour with this album, was did you do the whole tour, or did Cody Pelto join in at some point on this tour? No, it was actually. actually uh, I, I think now that I remember, it was only actually Japan the tour, not in Europe. Oh, so you just did Japan? Right. Yeah, oh, it was only with with uh, Four Dimensions we got the like European wide tour. Yeah. So it was only Japan, like three shows, one week. That's it. And I, I remember also going to ESP Academy at that time when I got to deal with them. And I still remember that because I was really hungover, but it, it was the end of the tour. So I slept like two days. And anyway, the JVC guys were like, You really look good now because you slept. Mm-hmm. I, I felt better. So I went to the academy and they presented me because they made guitars in there. Mm-hmm. And I, I had to like tell them my opinion about some guy's guitar. I was I'm in Japan. What the fuck should I say? Should I really say what I think or should I be polite? So I chose to be polite. Right. I really quickly, I really quickly learned how to actually behave in Japan. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm extremely polite. You know, kind and like respectful. And they don't shake hands first of all, never. Yeah, they don't shake hands. It's, they do it's that. Rude. It's rude. It's rude for the, them. Uh, yeah, they're kowtowing. Yeah, yeah. It's if you offer them the hands, that like they they take it, but they consider it as a rude, rude. It's rude for them. Hmm. You know? Because it's for to to them it's like being close, too close. You no, know? yeah. they don't like that. They are very like distance, distance themselves. Yeah, yeah. Hmm, that's strange. Yeah, we wouldn't do that yeah. here. No, no, it's a different. <laughs> car. But you have to go with the flow. I mean, right. Yeah. In in some ways, it's easier to operate because you know the rules. You know, I mean, in West, you don't really have so much rules out there. Like, right. Yeah. They have a, they have like a conduct code of the I would say like a, uh, code they, of conduct. Uh, Code of conduct. So yeah. everybody knows it there, and the Westerners just have to get used to it because if you don't, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, you're not yeah. big in Japan. So, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know what I was going to ask now. Um, I listening to this album, I hear a lot of um, Queensrÿche. Was that any influence on this album at all? I have to put this to the batter because it, otherwise it's going to slow. God. Damn, yeah. Really uh, up the show. There, there was a Queensrÿche <laughs> uh, was very big influence. Actually, yeah. I discovered them with the Warning album. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. I can hear the, some similarities, like uh, from like uh, Warning and and even Rage for Order on this album. Yeah, Rage for Order a lot. Yeah. Well, sorry yeah. everybody, we were uh, disconnected for a moment. So if you saw a weird uh, movement in the uh, video, yeah. that's why. Because Timo uh, exactly. unhooked me. Timo's back. He hung up on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah I did it. Sorry. So, um, what are the uh, albums were you listened to at the time of Dream Space? Do you, if you um, remember? I a lot of Rainbow, of course. Black Sabbath, Purple, Gary Moore. Gary Moore, a lot Gary Moore. The, 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 the guitar solos are heavily influenced by Gary Moore. Yeah. 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 Um, I called on to a dream. It's, it's complete Gary Moore ripoff almost. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Gary many times. Three times. Three shows. 
Yeah. Very pecuniary for Oh, you rip up so many people. I didn't even realize this. Who am I even <laughs> yeah. listening to? Why am I? I'm not listening to the originals. What the fuck am I listening well, to? Well, actually, <laughs> I, I, I have the courtesy to admit it, you know, who I rip yeah. up. I never try to hide it. I, yeah. Has anybody days, ever. I, what's that? These days I rip, rip off only myself. <laughs> <laughs> now, remember, you, um, you, you were suing a, a band not too long ago. Whatever happened with that? Like, well, it's still ongoing. Still ongoing. Yeah. Has anybody ever tried to sue you for stealing their music? No. No. Because I have never tried that blatantly, except a couple of songs, you know. (laughs) And also, his "Hymn to Life" song with a Charlie Chaplin speech. I never asked permission. Yeah. My justification was if Charlie would find out, he would say, "Okay." (laughs) (laughs) I think he would like the song actually, and how it's set up in the speech. Yeah. No, my justification was Charlie would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Maybe something to heavy, like they're not yet. No, mm. there's the zero three zero three six six. It's like uh, screaming in digital, please. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we are the fear the future as uh, the bridge of like a uh, march of time. Nice. Those two songs, they are the only ones that I copy, and not even the whole song, just the vibe. So right, actually, like, no, say, you're lying, because even though. Yeah. Um, I hear uh, what the hell album is it on? It, it might be Infinity, or it might be the album uh-huh. after that. I can't remember. It's the last uh-huh. song on one of the albums, and it's an acoustic song. It's just uh, you and and Cody Pelto, and it sounds it's got like the same chorus as Guardians from Halloween. <clears throat> yeah, I think um, it's it's We Are the Future. No, it's just an acoustic song. Really? Yeah. Which album? I don't remember. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look this up, and I'll I'll message you uh, later. Okay. But I'm thinking maybe, maybe, maybe drop in not... the ocean. Oh, maybe could, could be drop in the ocean. Yeah, I think that. Um, okay, but three songs out of three hundred fifty. <laughs> it's not that bad, right? <laughs> you know, it's not like this eclipse. It's just really rip off. Really rip off. So. I got really pissed off, and that's why I went to the Gamma of German yeah. stuff. And so, but I don't really care. I mean, these days I write my own stuff; it's original stuff. And I would yeah. never do anything like that again. But I was very young as well. You have to remember that. You know? Yeah. Uh, when you were so young, all the influences. But maybe <clears throat> dropping the ocean. It's like, but also Halloween did rip off a lot of stuff. You know? oh, of we all, we all did. It's like a big pool of there's, stuff. There's no way to be. That original. I mean, it could be original, but no. you can't be that original. You're always going to get a f- influence from somebody somewhere. Of course. You're never going to be 100% uh, original, especially yeah. nowadays. There's too many bands out there. Yeah, and if you want to be completely original, then you are, you end up playing to 30 people. And what, what is, Exactly. What, what's cool is that. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. I'm not saying that I deliberately set up writing uh, no. commercial songs, but I, I, I just write songs. I really am honest. I write songs how I feel. I don't. I don't fuck around with the songs, you know. Yeah. I write exactly what I want. Yeah. They just come out so easily. Right. Yeah. It's it's some kind of a gift. I'm thankful for that. I gotta use it because um, I'm a musician. I was born to do this, obviously. So. Yeah. As long as long as you're writing your own lyrics and you know you're not exactly you know copying exactly somebody else's stuff, it's your original music. You know, you're always gonna be doing something the same of somebody. So. 
especially in power metal. A lot of power metal bands all sound the same half the time, anyway. So yeah, it's just like all one big family kind of thing. And yeah, and also I think that um, <laughs> uh, I'm lucky because I have had a long career, so I have like you know on my past, I know where yeah. I'm coming from, I know where right. I'm going. So, so it's easy for me to write stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And my new album is going to be like heavier than Shadow Artist, actually. Really? Yeah, because Veskiara's voice is more powerful than Kotiko. It's like more rough. Yeah. So it's not going to be like Kiske completely. It's, it's different. Like more, a little bit like Dio, but still fast. Some of the songs are fast. Mm-hmm. Do you have any of that stuff recorded yet or what? Just demo <laughs> stuff. Just demo. Just demo stuff. Yeah. I have like Seven or eight songs ready, but I gotta get like more. I gotta be like quick, quick actually. So, yeah. Because the, the tour starts in June, I I gotta release the <laughs> album in, in April, so there's not yeah. much time. You better uh, get on it there. I am, I am. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, my guitar is in Mexico, but I just came here for a week or so. So yeah. You know. Your guitar's in Mexico. Your heart's in Mexico. Everything's my Mexico. heart. I don't wear my heart is at the moment. Because, because you know who, but right? yeah, well, <laughs> and not again. Yeah. We're not, we already discussed that. <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh, it's not really broken. It's okay. It's been broken so many times that you know it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah just bring it on. It's like, That's right. Okay. Bring it on, people. Yeah. You can bring it on, and we can uh, take some more questions. <laughs> Anybody wants to email us, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we have um, I don't know. I didn't look. I don't think so. The other day I was on it. I didn't see any. And my phone's about ah. to die, so it's not going to work anyway. Okay. But, uh, yeah, if anybody wants to ask uh, any more questions, they can, they can just go to ratsoundreview.com, and then on the bottom of the website there is a link to our email address. So um, I, I, might ask, um, I might ask questions for myself. You will. All right. <laughs> yeah. Send them in. Uh, nope, no questions. Everybody, well, nobody I'm... likes you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't fucking hate you. I know that. Uh, what can you do? Uh, and what can you do? But um, hopefully soon, if you remember, and you get on uh, the guy's ass about getting your pictures and stuff, we will have Timo Toki t-shirts from Rat Sound yeah. Review. Okay, cool. So then, uh, you know, my idea is to, uh, if people buy the shirts, you get to come on the show and spend a little time with Timo and, and me. Yeah. And uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. And anything else we can add? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New- let's, make, let's make it a good one. That's right. Merry New Year. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. I hope so. And to, tomorrow we will celebrate here in Helsinki. Maybe I go to some nice party. I don't know yet. There's so many invitations. Yeah. He's got so many get, friends. Going to get drunk. <laughs> oh no, we're not going to have another uh, repeat of a few weeks ago, are we? No, no. <laughs> yeah. You've been doing no, good, no. so. Yeah, exactly. No, I will, I'm not going to drink too much. Right. Just a few, a <clears throat> couple of white bottles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are you listening to now? Abba. Happy New Year. Oh, God. <clears throat> yes, I love Abba. I'm not a fan of Abba at all. Come on, it's like Beatles. Everybody gonna, loves Abba here. You're going to get our uh, show uh, censored on YouTube now, playing all this music. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like Chaplin. Benny and Bjorn would say yes. 
Yes. But YouTube says no, so. <laughs> Fuck the YouTube. Exactly. I hate them anyway because of the fucking commercials. <laughs> oh, it's a, such a pain in the ass. Yeah. I was watching, watching Castaway in the last night, and that's very weird, like piano stuff. Sounds like every 20 minutes, like, it's like really weird. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. tried to watch uh, Angels and Demons, but it was impossible. It was like all the fucking mood was with the piano. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what Angels and Demons are. What is that? Tom Hanks. It's like a Da Vinci Code type of It's like after Da Vinci Code. Oh really? I didn't even know yes, the rules. It's, it's a sequel. Yeah, it's a sequel. That's the third part as well. Really? It's, yeah, Angels and Demons is with Eva McGregor. Okay. Yeah, it's a really good film actually. I saw it in cinema. It's really, really good. I like the, uh, Ron, Ron Howard. I remember being a teenager watching Happy Days and Ron Howard and yeah. Fonzie and all that stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Now this Ron Howard is like one of the prominent directors in Hollywood. So yeah. he became like that. Yeah. He did The Beautiful Mind, he did all the kind of, all re- really cool films, really, yeah. really good ones. Who would have thought but, Opie would have uh, been a, a great uh, movie uh, guy, you know? Who? Opie. Yeah, I think so. It was, it but was I think, Yeah, exactly, but um, <clears throat> I think uh, Howard is like, he did Da Vinci Code, Da Vinci Code is an excellent film. Uh, yeah. And uh, B, I like Beautiful Mind a lot with Russell Crowe. It's one of my favorite films, actually. Oh. Who's yeah. your favorite actor? Uh, Nico Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Nico, Nicholson or Robin Williams? Robin Williams. Maybe Robin Williams actually, but poor oh, yeah, he was, killed, killed himself. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, he was really cool. What was your favorite Patch, movie? His. Patch Adams, definitely. Oh, is that that one that was like the whole movie was in dark? Because uh, where was that filmed? Um, crap. Uh, I think it was he was a doctor, a like student of medicine. And this is based on the real character where Patch Adam is really alive. He's really he was really it's a true story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He designed like a free hospital and stuff like that. Mm. He he treated patients for free, like out of kindness. So yeah. you gotta have you gotta really respect this guy. You know. Uh, Patch Adam, I like the sh- Kubrick. I like Kubrick a lot. I like really, I like Shining. I like Ice White Shot. I like Space Others. I like everything what this guy did. <laughs> you know, it, it's really something like I I would like uh, see myself as a producer like him, but not that extensive because this guy was really like the fucking did like handshaking scene of Ice White Shot took two weeks, yeah. only two weeks of handshaking. Yeah. Different angles here, slow, open the door slowly, quicker, you know, do this, do that. Two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Well, Amazing. Exactly. So, but he was, in, he, he was in trouble with the, in the editing room because it's like fucking kilometers of film because it was film. Yeah. digital. Now it's right, easy. Yeah. But yeah. It's really physical editing. But he didn't care. He owned a mansion in England and you know, different editing rules and stuff, and he was into that. So, and I, I really like the movies, the Clockwork Orange. Really. Yeah, that was cool. I, I recently just saw that not too long ago. Yeah, it's For really the first good. time. It's a pretty yeah. disturbing movie. Yeah. It's fucking disturbing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I like to see films, as you know. So. Yeah, I try to every once in a while, but I'm just I'm so exhausted. And and also too, my son, he's he's up to like ten o'clock at night sometimes. And yeah. <laughs> by the time he goes to bed, forget it. I'm not in the mood to watch any movie. 
I saw some picture of him like in front of the TV. Uh, no, I bought him. Um, well, my wife bought me an arcade machine for Christmas. Really? Yeah. So he's been okay. playing it. Okay. Yes, that's what that was. Okay. Street Fighter. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he don't know what he's doing. though. he just sits there and pushes the controls. He has no idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't like the the video game so much. No. No, no, because at this moment I don't have a TV, so of course I cannot play. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. it's, it's not so easy to carry around. Actually, if you get a Nintendo Switch, though, that's very portable. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's portable. I can't oh. see you. You're not a video gamer, though. You're no, not. A, not you're not a gamer. Not at all. No. no, I'm not. I used to be. I'm not anymore. Okay. I got no time between the podcasting shit now and my own music now. It's just you know, I got no time. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. All right. All right, well. Well, that was it. And next week, then, fourth dimension, I guess. Yes, fourth dimension. We will head from into Mex- the fourth dimension. From Mexico, probably. So. From Mexican. Or from Mexican. From Mexico. Mexican. I'm, Mexican. <laughs> I'm, I'm Beto Ramirez. <laughs> That's my, my name. In All right, we will change the name of the show to uh, the Pedro Ramirez podcast. Pedro Ramirez Talki. That's what they call me. Okay, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll change okay. the shit. And I'll okay. put like a little mustache on you and a hat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no fucking way. That'll happen. All right. Well, everybody, go to uh, ratsaddreview.com. Uh, check out our shows. Actually, we've been on a little bit of a break, so our shows haven't been updated or anything. And um, we're going to get back on that after the new year, which is uh, yeah. by the time to see this episode. And... Um, Hey, yeah, that's it. Perfect. Go buy our T-shirts and stuff, and uh, yeah. hopefully Timo will have his shirts up soon. And uh, yeah, that's it. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right, see you guys later. Yeah. Adios. Adios, amigos. Adios, amigos. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Por favor. <laughs>